Welcome to Flash Fiction from Giant's Reach by Steve Cook. I had the opportunity the other day to watch a service dog at work, um, and it made me wonder what that sort of role would look like in the world of Giant's Reach. Eventually, I decided that um, there might be cats that have come back from the war, dogs that have come back from the war, and they're not taking care of themselves. And then there'd be a service for that to cover that so they can uh, be looked after and and have the kind of pastoral care that uh, would be provided to people in that role. Um, so this is a story about um, someone who grooms as a profession. A Tangle of Fur Laro stretched, body low to the ground. She smacked her lips a couple of times, airing her tongue out. Next, she called. The swinging door to the little wooden room opened, admitting a cat. He was stumbling forward on three legs, the stump of a fourth moving feebly with every step, and two humans supported him at the front. Laro took a moment to consider her patient. He was a tabby, one golden-eye gummy with some sort of accretion, and his head roved around seemingly at random, his nostrils constantly dilated and contracted, tasting the air with every movement of his head. Hey, Laro said gently, it's okay, it's going to be okay. The other cat didn't respond, and she signed to the two humans instead. What's his name? Tender Victoria let the tabby down to the ground, wincing as the weight came off her shoulder. This is Honey, she said. He's recently come in from the Tudecan border. There was some sort of melee, Victoria gestured to Honey. Anyway, he's suffering from some kind of shock, not responding to anything we say, barely eating only when we put food in his mouth, and... And not grooming, Laro said. All the while Victoria had been talking... She had been nosing around Honey, trying not to breathe too deeply the unsubtle musks of dirt and injury. Okay, leave Honey with me and I'll see what I can do. The two humans backed out of the room and closed it, leaving the cats alone. Laro sat in front of Honey. Her own white fur starkly contrasted his greys and blacks as she extended her claws and began to gently tease out the knots. My name is Laro, she said, keeping her voice low and even almost a purr. I'm a groomer, working with the Gaib duchy to help people that have been injured. The rocking movements of his head made it difficult to get a purchase, and she moved round to his side. The fur there was matted and greasy, and she wasted no time in applying her tongue, talking to him in between licks. If you want to talk, I'm happy to listen, she said. The first few licks sent shivers along his whole body, but after a while he settled. Even the rocking of his head slowed under the almost hypnotic grooming. I can't imagine what you've been living through recently, but if you've been brought to me, then things will get better. His fur tasted of soil and dirt, and below it all dried blood. Scars crisscrossed his body, mostly sealed up by yellow dust, and Laro broke off from talking to worry at a particularly tough patch of fur with her teeth. As she did, she pressed her body against his, his breathing settled still further, head barely even moving now. Now then, she said, 
There's a few of the folk here who like a little bit of scent in their fur, but I'm an all-natural kind of cat. If you'd like something specific, you see if you can let me know. Honey's head slowly sank to rest on his remaining front paw, some of the rigidness leaking out of him. Laro gingerly touched the stump where his front left leg had been. It was a tidy amputation, taken off cleanly and sealed with dust. The fur around it had grown back already, if not as long as the surrounding fur. When Laro tried to move his other paw forward, Honey resisted, pulling back. His eyes opened wide again and his mouth, slack, dribbling slightly, moved in wordless meows. She soothed him, gently massaging the leg until she had it extended. His claws were broken and splintered things, and she tutted. It's like they've had you scrabbling over stone for weeks on end, she murmured. You poor thing. It was a low sound, imperceptible to begin with, but after long minutes the war cat began to purr. The rumble of it reverberated through him, and Laro purred back in sympathy. She worked on him for over half an hour, and when she was finished she left the room as quietly as possible. He's asleep, she signed to tender Victoria. I don't want to disturb him. The human nodded, and together they left the converted church building. You've been listening to Flash Fiction written for my Patreon, Giant's Reach. If you'd like to become a supporter, go to patreon.com forward slash Giant's Reach where you can find more fiction just like this, 